Yeah. People are absolutely dunking on that thing. That's what like I've the heard. Worst, the worst one since Eternals. You know, it's the only one that's got a worse review. Okay. How are we looking Eternals on the... Eternals uh... was, was total trash, though. <clears throat> you don't like yours up higher? Oh, never mind. I really like the way that your yours was set up. Whose? Yours, because it gave a little bit more. Nick's, Nick sits in his frame nice. Nick always looks good in his. Nice. The way that is... yours was set up was a little bit more, like, mine seemed way too close, where yours <laughs> is like... You need to back yours up. Because mine? Yours looks like mine, and mine looks like yours used to. I didn't even touch mine. No, it was you just did a... when we when we rotated them. Well, let me get you. What do you mean? When we had it set up for two for a two piece. Uh, is that what you're oh, talking about? Me. It oh, looking good? How do you look there? Good. You just need to angle it down a little bit. Way too much. <laughs> Gentle hands. How we how we looking? Could go down just a little bit. If you stood up, it'd be perfect. This thing tilts too. How's that? <laughs> just let me do it. Okay. Yeah, looks pretty good. We'll see. Are you uh like me, Tony? Is your goal like what mine is, and that's to wear a different hat every time? I plan on not ever wearing the same hat. I damn near oh, wear geez. a different hat anytime I see you guys. I know. <laughs> nah, you got a rotation. Come on. <laughs> it's just because you see me. Probably the most frequent besides <laughs> Ava. But, no, yeah, that's the plan. It'll be a new hat every time. Angie was like, "Hey, that's what you should be your if thing." I, can't, I love that. That hat. should be your if thing. Hat, so. Angie said, you "It should, is. That should be your his, thing." Besides, it's being a Vikings hat, but that's all right. Yeah, I'm not a hater. I guess they're good. They're good. I just, I'm a firm believer in like liking your teams that you are local to you for sure. And I mean, where I grew up, northern Northern Iowa's. Yeah, that's no, the, no, there that's, are opportunities. Except, I mean, you can go maybe Kansas City. That's like being a homer, but in a good way. Would like, Kansas City be the next closest? I think. Tal, we turn my headphones down. You're safe in Iowa, I think, if you like the Bears, Packers, or Vikings. You know, Charter Southern Iowa. Iowa. How do you like that? Oh, that's, that's better. Southern Iowa like is definitely Iowa. Iowa, like right here. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. Maybe no, I'm I don't think. No, don't touch any of that. Don't touch. Okay. It's just what I'm getting. Okay. The. Uh, Southern Iowa is definitely a lot of Kansas City fans, but you know, I mean, most of Iowa is going to be Bears, Packers, or Vikings for the most part. But I feel bad for my kids because I, they were born in Michigan, and so I mean, if they wanted to go that route and be Lions and Tigers fans, they'd be all right. It's just it's sure. the bitter rivals of my teams because they're in the same division. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Luckily, Riker is a diehard Viking. Fan. Is he? Is he really? You see, have you seen? Did I show you pictures of his room? Oh, that's right. That's right. You got, got Justin Jefferson everywhere. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah li- the Lions are they're, they're getting a lot of love right now. So we'll they always do. Even uh, even when they suck, that stadium is packed. They suck. Yeah, out. but I mean, I'm gonna I mean, like you didn't say that. I mean, media wise now, they're actually getting legit analysts being like talking about them being a decent team and, and having a chance, which I don't know. As a Lions fan, it's hard to. It's hard to believe that until you see it because we've been just burned so many times. I'll tell you what, these cameras are extra crisp again today. Yeah? Yeah. Did either of you guys What'd you do? That, warm up that, that little uh, Surface Pro? And, I've been on know? this thing since like 2 o'clock. Little massage. Oh, you got a real warmed up then. I tried okay. been moving I, stuff around, figuring out. I tried to race out of work because we closed at 1. And I even dipped out at like 1245 because I was trying to catch you at the gym. No, I was already, when, I, when I texted you guys, I'd already been there for oh. 45 minutes an hour. 
I thought you had just we're, texted that you were leaving what? Grand Rapids. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you were like, I'm gonna wrap up in GR a little early, beat this ice storm. Then the next pick, next pick, he's in the gym. I'm like, geez, teleportation. Dude, it was getting gross. We gotta, getting we gotta gross. swing. Was, a bunch it sn- of, was it snowing up there? Snowing, ice, all that stuff hit there first. It didn't even hit here yet. It's going now though. I mean, oh, trees are down everywhere. Am I right here? Yeah, the trees got iced up. No, they're down though. They're starting to fall because it's too much on them. Okay, the roads are not icy. Oh no, definitely not. I don't think the roads are gonna get icy. Yeah. I mean, my son had his driving test today. Passed. He did. Nice. He did. He is uh, official on the road tomorrow. First day he'll be driving him and his sister to school. Or as Maddie likes to refer to Brady as, or Tony likes to refer to Brady as Maddie's chauffeur. Yeah. That's how it was my sister got her license. <laughs> I'm like, oh, better punch in. We got errands to run. <laughs> we got places to be. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend that turned 16, like, right out of eighth grade. And so, like, we had this, like, in. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Funny thing was, in Iowa, you could drive since you were nine. Yeah. But, so he could drive since he was nine, but he didn't, he couldn't pass the seventh grade <laughs> I, f- I forget he was just one of the oldest kids in his class above us and got held back so that's yeah that's two classes almost well when you're the oldest you know what i mean and then you get held back it's angie's the same way yeah angie's was one of the oldest in hers and i think she was like a kid who had their like october of her freshman year had her license so like right I was her, November, and I don't think that's old. Of your freshman year? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Sophomore year. Yeah, Angie was a freshman. When she October oh. October of oh, her so freshman. Oh, so she was year. old, old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she she got held back in second grade, I think it was. So that's yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I was eighteen going into my senior year of high school. Yeah, but not that old. You're September, right? No, it's just I was just the older one, yeah. of the older kids. I was definitely on the older half, but yeah. I wasn't. We're I was, all in the same boat. Remember? Yeah. We, I was, <laughs> remember that's I was true. supposed to. Um, I was supposed to be in the class before mine. Me too. I got held back in preschool. They're like, <laughs> so, why don't you and, take, uh, why don't you take oh. one more year at this kid? It wouldn't be a podcast right. without Carlos barging in here. Right. Oh, now we got and, and, we, and we got. Oh. oh yeah, she was asking where that one was at. I'm like, maybe it's just a gift from Mrs. Heater. <laughs> She's like, yeah, maybe it's not. He he might hang. <laughs> okay, I'll leave it here. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> He'll bark to get out. It's kind of a tradition, I guess. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to be in and out here. What does that mean? It's going to be like ghost stories. Oh, look at that. This is fantastic. Dude. So does it stay up and going? We're good. This will. And yeah, because so, that has a battery. Th- this actually has a little battery because this was still going. It's got capacitors and stuff like that in it, so it holds the energy. For like... Long Five enough. seconds. Hey, Long enough for these lights to dip. Do out. we need a generator? <laughs> <laughs> Might be the next thing. <laughs> Tony's been trying to been sell trying me to get, one for since I moved in. <laughs> Mine's rolling like a champ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I That's need good. to get one. I always I stress out so much about like the freezer and all that during, and we always are oh. out for two or three days at a time when it does. Yeah. Go maybe out. we can. Maybe we can get like a two for one on Tony or something like that. Sure. It'll just cost twice as much, but we'll do them both <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Him his dad him his dad do them. Oh really? Yeah. Like the generic ones? Generac? Generac. Is that the brand you do? That's the no, that's the the I brand get... is generic, but it's the least generic one. Like yeah, that's I know. like when you go do you have most it's like Q tips. Yeah, kinda. Or cotton swabs. Well at, unless my, you get at, the bigger ones and well, then you're talking about like industrial size, but for yeah, like but, your average home. Yeah. In my office we, we do uh 
We are a Kohler. Great dealer. ones. Yeah, they're 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 up there too. As far There's as a monster branding. one, a monster Kohler generator on the job site we're on right now. Like you can walk in it. Oh yeah, some of those things on the rooftops, those air handling units and all that stuff, it's crazy. This thing has a diesel cell underneath it that probably has 20,000 gallons of diesel fuel in it. Oh yeah, this thing's a big body. Yep. That's yeah. what that shutdown was last week. They had to put in a ATS, a automatic transfer switch for it. But I mean, it backs up a... <laughs> It makes up a giant, giant These M43s, I think, back up Tony. He cracks me up. He's like, I, I don't know so many of them. <laughs> the other day he goes, dude, but I know, I know like when I need to not be close to the mic. I'm like, I'm like yeah, I get it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was telling Nick, um, well, you guys knew. I mean, we started the day off with me, or yesterday, with me throwing in the towel with the production side of these podcasts. I, I know. It had enough. Um, I've been tooting the horn of Clip Champ. Yeah, Clip Champ? Clip. It sounds right. Um, <laughs> like, since I came across it, because it comes bundled with Windows 365 now, because Microsoft bought it. I'm like, oh, this is great. That's not so great. It yeah. struggles. I mean, it takes hours to convert um, a video file, an MKB file, over to MP4. Like, it would take five hours, six hours can, to export it. Can and these, it's like, can the... The the software we use just record it in MP4? No. MP4, sorry? No. Um, it won't record it in that, but it will. Um, that's what I used to do the crossover this time, and it took 15 seconds. It's like, okay, so we're not using ClipChamp anymore. Wait, wait, wait a second. Say that again? It took 15 seconds. The software uses it, but it doesn't do it natively. It won't record in MP4. It'll record in an MKV file. This is, o- is OBS file. or Correct. whatever it's called. Yep. But, but you can convert it in OBS in 15 seconds? Yeah, they have a different, uh, like a software arm that you click on and you can, let's see here, what's the name of it? Um, yeah, you go to like the file and but, then but Clip- Remux recording and then it'll take an MKV file and push it over to MP4 in like, like I said, 15 seconds. But I also downloaded another open source file transfer huh. converter, which so- will do the same thing. But it so, doesn't allow us to edit and cut it, cut together clips like clip. Yeah, but there's does. another free one that they're using at our office for some of the reels and stuff that they do. Send so it I'll, over. I'll find out what it is. It starts with an A. They told me the other day, but I see the marketing guys every day. So Send I'll, it over. I'll figure out what it is. Because at some point, I'm because they're using it. I'm gonna need a break from some of this production stuff, and one of you guys is gonna have to do it for a little while. I love it because we're gonna get busy with construction. I'm just not gonna have the time. Like I said, I beat my head against the wall for the last week. I mean, we had this, that last podcast well, got, ready to go for almost. I got a week. Brady's buddy. He does all this video stuff, so he could, he could, we could probably pay him very little, not very little, but what he would go for, which would be, I mean, fine that's a, for us. That's an option, and, but or we could not pay it, and then just we could just take turns doing it. Yeah, yeah we works could, for me. Okay. Like, do we what do, what do we need? Just your computer? All I'm saying no, is because I'll upload the MKV files to the Dropbox, and then we can all just you can do it independently. Yeah, we can start chopping this thing up however we yeah, want. Do that, and as long as it gets loaded, you guys, if you have any questions about how to pull it out of Dropbox or how, because I'm gonna push all the Dropbox stuff off of this laptop and onto a um, solid state drive or remote drive. Yeah, so it'll be backed up on there. So if for some reason if I you know. If Yoko Ono comes in and breaks up the Beatles here, you know what I mean. I'll just be like, "Hey, here's the here's the zip drive. 
I'll see you guys when I see you or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just some redundancy. Where the hell do you come up with this? When you, Yoko Ono comes in here. When you plan for when you plan for something, this is what I've learned midway through my life into becoming an adult. When you plan for something, you don't need it. Like when you plan for a catastrophe, you'll never run across it. Because it doesn't matter if you do because you're planning for it. It's like fire suppression. You don't ever want it to go off, but you're ready. <laughs> right. If you speaking <laughs> of fire suppression, uh what is it? What's the system they have? It's like a two-stage system. Like it takes two indicators to pop off. Like it's not just heat-sensed sensors. Smoke or not? What do you mean? Correct. There's uh, like smoke detectors in in uh, the HVC system and the ductwork. There's yeah. temperature sensors in the room. There's obviously the pressure differential inside and outside of the fire line pipe. Um, before the before the suppression just says I'm I'm getting out here and taking out this fire. Yeah, because you could you could basically clip a head off with like a man lift if somebody was doing some, you know, someone was doing some work and was careless or as long as you don't have two, you know, more than one signifier of a fire, like it'll stay. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, that's weird. <clears throat> oh, what? Just uh, another little flicker. Yikes. Imagine if we were doing this thing in Texas, man. Something like this would be like, oh, we're not doing a podcast for two or three months. Well, they rebuild the infrastructure again. Because <laughs> oh, of an ice storm? That's where Rogan's at now, right? Austin? Yeah, but I'm sure he's probably got some yeah. redundancies. I'd hope yeah. any of those people yeah. learn some lessons. Austin's, yeah. I heard, is getting crazy. Like, turning turn into San Francisco? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it was, I, I've just heard it's like, for you know, you think of Texas, you think of just right wing and gunslingers you know what i mean that's like the stereotype but austin is like supposedly the opposite of that makes sense guy i work with College um town. just told me he's got plans to go down there he's looking in like the plano area he yeah. said it was awesome down there angie and i lived in plano for about three months and yeah. i guess it's not even close to the same as it was it's just blown up plano well, he was Frisco. telling me it was crazy yeah it's just north of dallas mm-hmm yeah, like right up, probably yeah, Fort Worth, Dallas. I think there's a lot of corporations there. Oh yeah, there's they a ton. they We're, blew up. CRB just did a uh, huge design project for a monster facility down there. It was Ross Perot's old building, like right after he left IBM. Ross Perot. Yeah, right. Where's that guy at? Is he dead? I I don't know. I, That's I'm a great question. I don't think super so. Super old. God, yeah, he was 94 be, yeah. when he ran for president. In I think he. I think he died. I think he died. <laughs> Little goblin-looking motherfucker. <laughs> he was Gollum. great. I loved him. Look like Gollum, uh, right? Isn't that Gollum? I don't know that. I don't know Lord of the Rings that well. Yeah, Steve? yeah. Is that who he looked like? Yeah, little, little <laughs> goblin guy. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I bet he's still alive. I don't think somebody so. of his net wealth. There's no. He's, he, trust me. If there's anyone that's gonna live that long, I think Ro- he, Ross yeah. Ricky Bobby Perot right. died July 9th, two thousand nineteen. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. And how old? 150? Uh, yeah, 2000. Born June of 1930. Hmm. So, born he was June 89. Born June 13th. 13th was the date? No, that was the year. He was, born. <laughs> Benny forever. he was the 13th. He was just the 13th yeah. person born on Earth. <laughs> oh, man. I did man. it again. I did it again. At Paper least towels. there's nothing Paper there. Towels. Get it. I he's think he's good. Nick, will you grab those? Would you mind? I'll crawl under. I don't think you're going to be able to crawl under. 
This table's gonna get a rich patina of Michelob Ultra. Maybe that's what you do. Is we just he's got. He's got we gotta get him something on the top. We'll just yeah, soak I it need in. The, I need one the more, baby. one more. You're on strike two. You get one more strike. You're getting a. You're getting a sippy cup. You're gonna be on sippy cup probation. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I have the. Uh, maybe if we're gonna kick one off on Saturday too, I'll bring some shims. I'd like to put the uh, foot rail all the way around so Nick and I oh, have something to put that. our that feet is on. Fantastic. And uh, then I'll bring over that. I have the um, the conditioner for Butcher Block. Do we think we want to put like a elbow rail around this thing? We can do some mods to this table. We should probably yeah. think of some sort of stand or something. In we should that. maybe we like build, build something. I think up. the first Actually, thing that I need is a cup holder. Okay. Well, let's put a let's put a <laughs> uh, arm rail in. Because if we put a six-inch, really even just a six-inch rail around, we could get something, get a wood that has like a contrasting color to this. It looks sharp. I'll bring that uh, wireless router over. Um, you guys smell hot electronics? For real? I mean, it went no. just on the cord. No, it's not. There's nothing burning. It's just on the cord. Oh, okay. Um, what you're talking you burped. About. Probably. <laughs> this microphone will start to melt down. It's hot. It's hot. Um, if we put a little rail around the outside, we can cut cup holders into it. Um, I was going to say in the center, if we did, we don't have to affix anything to this, but we could just the same height as we have these, we could put some sort of just kind of like yeah, table. We, we can build a nice little like box a little, or something. Yeah. Or, we could do lazy Susan. We could yeah, turn it and it would be like that 70s show. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I've been watching that with the kids. The new one? The 90s. Yeah. That 90s show. Yeah. It's it's totally inappropriate for the kids, and I mean, I'm dying, though. It's pretty funny. I did watch the first episode or two. Oh, this might be permanent. Oh, no. Come on back to me. You're back. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? We should really be telling, like, ghost stories. I guess. We should be be talking about conspiracy stuff with this lights and stuff. Speaking of which, did you see that video I sent you and Chad about the thing getting shot down? No. You should look it up. Dude, I'm Did just you send bombard- it today? I'm just bombarding you guys on Instagram. You I don't, how come not I'm not seeing this conspiracy? What did you send? Did you send it, it today? I don't have you on Instagram. I don't think I do Instagram. I mean, I have it, but I don't That's, have that, it. That is my preferred. You know, you guys might use Facebook. Yeah, that is his. Todd uses TikTok. I use Instagram all the time. I have it, but. Fire it up. Yeah. Let's get a group chat going. Because there's know. been, I've been going down some rabbit holes lately. But, like the last couple days, did you guys know there is a there's a software? There's Russian warplane stuff. There's a it's, start with that one and then look at the, watch the one after that one. Russian. Spaceships. So there's this software. It's a website you can go to. It's called um, Sky Skyglass, and it's a flight tracker for every airplane that has tail numbers, military, private, commercial, all of them. I'm watching this uh, YouTube thing that this guy's got, and it's all, you know, it's like conspiracy type stuff. But he starts off his YouTube show with, like, going through this thing and, like, going through it. It's like, okay, here's refueling jets, you know, like the big bodies. He's like, here's fighter jets. Here's drones. And he's like, U.S., Europe, Middle East, Japan. Like all these hot zones of where there's you know large military holds, and it shows the flight patterns over like a a couple of days, and it's crazy. Like you see the activity going on. You see, okay, he highlights this stuff. It's like, hey, here's some planes coming out of Belarus, flying up to like <clears> the <throat> northern port of 
of like Russia doing some reconnaissance stuff. He's like, here's all these these bombers and these refuelers. So that usually means there's like fighter jet activity in this area. And it's all, you know, you'll see like a spy plane go up and like cruise back and forth around Turkey, like after these earthquakes. It's crazy. And it shows hmm. the entire, it, it, it's the whole planet and it's every airplane that's in the air and every drone, every aerial thing that has, like I said, basically the airplane license plate gets tracked by this thing. Wow. But, so, we all know about that railroad crash right in Ohio. Ohio also, so we had a, we had a train derailment over in Detroit, over in Van Buren, uh, the city of Van, Van Buren Township. I think that's the one over by Detroit. Um, and then a couple days ago, there was a, um, a metal like a metallurgy factory that did um, that does like uh, copper alloys and stuff like that blew up in Ohio. There was a train derailment down in Louisiana that spewed out like some some kind of caustic acid or something like that, sprayed it all over. There was one out in Arizona, I want to say. It's crazy. Like all this stuff like happened. Hold on. All this stuff that's been reported in the last couple of weeks of all this stuff happening. You know, I can't attest to if this happened, if this is common or not. And then we're just seeing, okay, this section, man, there's a whole bunch happening. Or no, this happens all the time. But it's crazy. So, like, with the with the weather balloons, I saw, I saw this reel of this guy. He's in, Air, in uh, Alaska. And he's like, here's where, here's where the military forces came in. And looked for like two days for the thing they shot down. And he shows it and pans it out. And it's kind of like at dusk. He's like, they said they couldn't find it. And he's like, it's all white. It's all frozen. Like, And he kicks like the dirt and some gravel comes up. And you see it and it stands out perfectly. Anything not white stands out perfect. He's like, I don't think they couldn't find it. He's like, I think they found it. And then it just dipped. <laughs> he's like, no one's here anymore. Like, you could see where everything was stationed. Where they everything, found what? Like, the snow was all flattened out and stuff. He's like, they said they they gave up after a couple of days because they couldn't find it. He's like, I don't think so. He's like, I think they found it and rolled out. And that, they were saying the the reason they stopped looking over at Lake Huron was because the seas were too rough. Find it. Come on. What we, were, we got I, like, I, was, I was all in your Instagram so I, stuff. What are you talking about? Um, so they're, they're, they looked at Lake Huron for, like, two days. And then they gave up. They said the seas were so rough. Dude, the Coast Guard, besides like Miami and San Diego, the Coast Guard around the Great Lakes might be the best. Because they're on the water all the time. They have a ton of water you know, to practice on. Is there so you, no... you tell me you're going to give up after two days of looking for this thing when you shot it down and you know where you shot it down at? Does the plane that shot it down not have some sort of dash cam that shows what it shot down? So there's Because they've never showed a picture. There's some... You know how... There's always like grainy photos, and I finally heard something from a podcast I listened to from a pilot. He's like, "Look, because everyone bitches about why is the footage so grainy? Why is it shaky? Why is it whatever?" He's like, "I get it, and don't think that you know us pilots that are in these planes, you know these aircrafts don't don't think about that stuff. But you got to remember these are weapon systems cameras. These aren't, you know." iPhone 14 selfie cameras. These are weapon systems cameras. They're not meant to take high resolution, clear, you know, filtered pictures that make that's you look good. That's, on that's media. baloney. 
I think it's totally true because they're weapon systems. Ones they're not not it's not somebody looking at it and saying, "Hey, it's not a human eye looking at it and saying, there's a target, there's a target, there's a computer system in there that doesn't even need any resolution." Listen though, if you were the pilot right before you shot that thing down, would you not grab your cell phone out of your pocket and take a picture? I, I, it's, it's not like <laughs> no you're, kidding, no it's kidding. Like, <laughs> it's not like you're driving a car down one. Yeah, but I, all they, I'm saying is, is why <laughs> wouldn't they want? Why why would they just keep using? So they they overlap the image with the weapon system. I don't that makes that makes zero sense. Why to would me. you need it? Well, think about it. Why It'll wouldn't they want it? it? For what? Anything for just dash cam footage? Not, <laughs> hey, they don't have to answer to like the local authorities on why this cop shoot this guy. They're the military. They shoot something down. Guess who's asking them questions? They can hide all the footage they want. It doesn't matter. The interesting thing what about they, it. Exactly. Well, you don't have to hide anything you don't have. The balloon they you, showed us, you right? You want to see it. Like, they showed us all the footage of the balloon flying right before they shot it down. We, I watched that on a Sunday sitting at home doing that flooring from, in the basement. From where? The balloon that flew from Alaska yeah, they, all right. the way to, like, South where, Carolina. Where'd the footage come from? It was live. I was watching it on from, Fox it, News. From what? I have no idea. Like, I don't know where it they was, were. Changing. I guarantee it wasn't from a cockpit of a jet. Probably not. Point is, is it's from the ground. What's interesting is they give us that, right? And they show us all the footage of this balloon with a satellite hanging from it, and they shoot it down, right? They shot then, it down in South Carolina. And off when it went into the Atlantic, over that they shot it down there, and it was live on TV. They showed like we watched it, Angie and I saw them actually blast it, and then it started spiraling. Those know? were all people on the ground, spectators. But the what well, was too high for people to even see from the ground without some sort of like thing. Like, like a telescope. They, they had to have like, like a some, camera yeah. or a lens or but something. Yeah. What I found very interesting about it was that what they ended up shooting down over Alaska or Canada or whatever that was, they said this had no balloon attached. This was the size of a Volkswagen bug. So it's a flying, like it's something that was flying. It wasn't in orbit. So like, yeah, it, couldn't it, have had to, it needed to be a drone or another plane, but it was so high. No, it didn't. It could be a, it could be a balloon. What if it was a balloon? I don't. They said it was a. I didn't think that they said it was a balloon this time. Who said it was a balloon? Just when I was listening to, they shot down. They said they shot down. I'm just curious. Like, I heard. I'm not, I heard. I'm not it. trying to be an asshole. Or be no. mad if you're. But like, I thought they I'm said it to, wasn't. They said it was a blue. I'm uh, trying to clue you guys, guys in on how like I look at these things. It's okay how you guys yeah. look at things. I don't even just look at them, so I'm loving this conversation. Because you don't watch. I figured it was a, a plane or a UFO. Yeah, I hope it is. Right. I'm. That's the problem. Why, why not? Know? Because it's like you, you know, you want something, you try to look at it objectively and, and say, well, okay, I'm going to shit all over this thing and not just say, yep, that's it. It's got to be it. You know, I mean, growing up, you know, I was one of those kids that was like, I hope Bigfoot's real. Me too. You know, I hope totally. aliens are real. All that stuff. Yeah. It would be so cool. My right? conspiracy, though, is that they knew that these objects were flying around and they did the whole balloon deal to like, give us all the impression that like, oh, things are going to be happening in the sky, right? To let us see that, oh, China let a balloon get out of whack and it spied on us a little bit. But it gets us to stop asking questions about, wow, why did we have to shoot down these three other objects like really close to that same time? Oh. It's almost like they put that up there, the balloon, to then televise it. Sure. You know, just sure. to get sure. us to look Maybe. the other way. I believe that. Well, that's how it usually goes, right? I mean, the I news cycle that. when it gets stagnant or something starts to like hover or if it's or cycle, if it's something that's big is going to pop in the, pop in the something news else cycle big to if something gets, if there's time if there's not something else going on something else will come up just to help kind of push it along and keep things moving cuz otherwise it'll, you'll sit and fester on an idea <clears> and then it gets way too much you know coverage and you start you know 
dragging that dirty laundry out into the court of public opinion. And well, and that's why I was saying I think the opposite crazy. is true in a lot of cases where there's a story that hits that's not going to be good for something, someone, some whatever, and something else they use that's that seems real. Some something, people will pay attention to. Something big's coming in. Also, and there's a school shooting. And yeah, it's like, oh, why did that school shooting pop up just now, the day before? Right. This? There's exactly. I think they, they use it as a distraction. That they just are like, oh, okay. They Pick it up and reach back in the publicize the back one. Into the bag and be like, well, these things happen all the time. Yeah. So yeah. So 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 when we talk about these these UFOs, do we? Here's my question. I don't know. I'm like, there's so much space out there that, hey, that's awesome. But why why is it always that we're the like inferior species to that, to an to an alien, and why aren't we the aliens in other areas? Because we that's exact the thing you just answered your question. If we're the I inferior, did. why aren't we on a different planet finding aliens? Because then we would be the superior. Well, maybe, maybe, but maybe we're the maybe we're the first. I don't know. Maybe we, we're. We know how hard it is to get to the moon. Yeah. To go to the closest thing to our That's planet. That's what it is, though. Yeah. If somebody else came from out of a different solar system to come here, obviously they're smarter than us. At least in okay. that area of I, travel or space travel. Or or these. What if these UFO things are actually us testing new technology? That's possible too. It would right. be silly if you're shooting down your own stuff. Like I'm listen, I'm for whatever. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not like I don't not believe, I don't believe, I'm not anything like it could be either one, but I just in this argument sometimes I like to play devil's advocate because it's always like they're these, you know, Martians who are just superior beings, not just technology wise, but they like, I think, can make things move with their hand you know what I mean? They're like way beyond anything that we are. And I'm like, Well, I feel like we're pretty smart. Like we went to the moon. And whatnot, maybe we're the superior one. I could be dead wrong on that, but I think that a lot know. of what we have it's, here it's fun to think about. Like sure. technologies and things like that. Like have you ever I mean I watched I used to watch a ton of history channel and ancient aliens and all these different mm-hmm. things, and it's very interesting that like all the ancient civilizations they like erected things yes. on the ground that were only like really magical to view from above. Right. And so like stone structures and things like that, like that ran for miles. Right. And they were really Mm -hmm. precise on how they put them. But like you needed to be above and there were no like mountains or anything where you could get directly above to to view this. So how did they ever check their work? Right. Like they were doing it on the ground, but like where you really want to view it is from 30,000 feet above. There's one very close to us down in Ohio. That snake thing, the mounds. Serpent mounds. Yeah. Like I've seen like that type of thing is very interesting to me, Mm -hmm. meaning that I think people were in the sky Right, either that or they had some way to fly to go up there and look. So they sure. had to, an, an sure. ability at that point, like well, pyramid times, to at least get above well, ground and hover. And, and there's and there's the the marvel of how they don't know how some of these structures were actually built without some sort of superior technology. Oh yeah, just and the they pyra- say pyramids alone. And then they say, well, at that time they were building this, they were doing this. This is the only real explanation, and What's weird is then then people got wiped out, and we kind of started over. The mathematics used to do some of that stuff though is interesting too, because like they obviously didn't have the same tools, or we're not aware of the tools they had, but like they didn't have tape measures and shit. So like it, it's crazy right. to to put things in like a chronological sequence for us today. In fact, I just saw this today. Uh, this guy's like. 
So the Romans, the Romans were closer, closer to us than they were to the um, the pyramids being built by a lot. Same thing with Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. They said that when the when the pyramids were built, there were still woolly mammoths wandering the earth in some places. That's a long time ago, man. I, I think mean, they, that's way back then. They estimate what five. Five, six, seven thousand years on the pyramids, of, like the Pyramid of Giza or whatever. I think Ooh, they say it's about 13, 12, 13. No, not quite. When they were built? I thought, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, biblically or whatever, they would say that the pyramids were definitely built a couple thousand years before Jesus walked the earth. So, you know what I mean? If that was 2,000 years ago, you're looking at at least another three yeah, to four. So they're saying Giza's famed pyramids. Uh, were built during the frenetic period of construction, roughly 2550 to 2490 BC. So yeah, that'd be like about 4500 from now. Or 55. Jesus. That's it. That's it. You're done. Dude. Gosh. <laughs> Spilly Vanilli strikes again. Oh, there he is. I call Quinn my daughter Spilly Vanilli, so you can't have that nickname now. She's a Yeah, I wish she didn't have that nickname. Listen, that's fine. Remember Golly. that? Remember Millie Vanilli? I'd change, I'd change something. Remember Millie I'd, Vanilli I'd back in the day? Chill out, bro. Blame it on the rain. I love it when people do something bad and then they tell someone else to chill out. <laughs> well, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it either. All right, so chill out. But don't spill anything and you won't get ridiculed. But that there's just another be, really cool... An asshole. <laughs> that guy that's on Rogan a lot had that new one that came out. I forget what the guy's name is or whatever. But he had the new one where he was looking into a bunch of these different... Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock, yeah. I mean, Future I watched... Apocalypse. Yeah. It was a great show. It was awesome. Nope. But that's creepy. A lot of those things, you know what I mean, have been like... Vegetation has covered a lot of those things. So they see these mounds and they're like, oh no, this was once... Should, you know what I mean? Something. Or there's... There, do you think... You, have you seen where they it. think they found uh, Lost City of Atlantis? I and watched that guy on Rogue. Is it too. in uh, Just well, Morocco? Close to... South, I mean, Morocco's north a little bit, I think. But there, it's but. on the very west side of africa there have you zoomed in on that on yeah. google earth dude it's freaking nuts I'm, i and think the stuff the, that he says like all the washout and i think you, the guy's right for sure dude it's nuts it would make total sense the way that looks yeah from, from above yeah when he explains it like it logically you're like i can't prove it but whoa yeah it's yeah. wild it's that this stuff is wild it's crazy and then we're worried about me spilling beers. We they found the lost city of Atlantis. <laughs> well, and I guess that where they didn't it, build Atlantis in an hour. Well, and where it is is Wednesday like Wednesday night. A really, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and where it is is they were saying it's really difficult to get to, and there's like tribes and all sorts of stuff that it's like dangerous to get there just to figure it out which which is a whole nother element to the whole i don't know it adds a whole nother layer to like trying to get, trying to figure that thing out i mean does it really matter i mean what interests me is you know i mean they look for that stuff but i mean the, like so whatever it was thousands and thousands of years ago and it's you know we're, we're intrigued that lost. like that's what that's what really I, intrigues me what's that like what what got lost the culture that got lost yeah, exactly. The technological advances. Well, it's a myth. What they knew. In most people's mind, right? I don't it's know. a story. No, I think all there's his, reference. All history stories. There's so. reference. I mean, you, you talk about guys like, what is it, Socrates and Plato and stuff? Like, they <laughs> reference it. Cool. So, like, Socrates. Yeah. 
but they're referencing it in their stuff and they were like the wisest of people of their time, you know, so I think that it's or, probably mm-hmm. true. Or they were just the one who beat up all the other ones. <laughs> they said right. some pretty uh, interesting things. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Like every time, every time somebody's vanquished a culture or a person or a belief system, that one goes right in a garbage can. <laughs> the one that wins, the, now what they thought was, you know, was the law. So Yeah. Would you work out today? I saw you at the Smith machine or whatever. Do some shoulders on that? Yep. That's what I was hoping to get in. I was going to lift a little bit if you were there because I typically just hop right on the treadmill. But Shoulders and arms real quick. I got a... Re- I ordered a new lifting belt so I didn't want to do deadlift or squats because I only lose tomorrow. I have a weird little tweak in my right bicep or whatever and so I was like trying to... Today was the first day I tried to do anything and it's still there. It's like the tendons. I don't think... So this, this belt I ordered, I don't think I like it. Do you have a... You might like it. It's a little bit too... Narrow. I don't know. The one I have, or whatever, like I said, is one of those like clamp ones or whatever, and I I'll, really like the one I got. Yeah, I'll bring this. Maybe Todd will like this one. I need to get back I don't in. Know like I you like said, it or not. that I mean, one guy or like whatever. A, this one's like a three-inch one with like, uh, and then it gets bigger on the back, and then it's got some padding on the inside of the back. Um, but I think I want to get a bigger one, like a actual powerlifting belt. Those powerlifting belts don't don't increase in size i mean they're four inches all the way around i just need to get back into the heavy lifting stuff it's funny that thing you said (laughs) i saw that the other day do i like following that um that page because it has like three or four guys that are they just rotate with different stuff on that guy that i sent you that he's got some a lot of like heavy lifting um means and methods like gaining strength you know, it, it makes a lot of sense to me how he breaks down how you do training. You well, know, whether you're doing, you know, exercise or your strength training or you're, you know, doing like a calisthenic or whatever. Just the way he, the way he lumps the stuff together makes makes sense to me from the videos I've watched of his. If I remember right, that that's the same guy I heard like, in same philosophy as me. Like, I mean, that's how you do. You grow by, you know what I mean. You lift heavy, right. but at the same time. I think he was the same guy who said, like, to get big, you have to eat big. So, like, you almost have to force feed. Like, you have to eat more than you would think you would want to eat in terms of, like, because your goal. Well, depending on what your starting body size is, you know, that would impact that a lot. Well, this is, like, my goal my entire life was always I wanted to bench press double my body weight, right? And I can never do it because to get stronger, I had to grow so much, right? And sure. I got up to bench in 400 pounds, but I weighed 227. So, like, I started at about... Takes uh, mass to move mass. But, yeah, exactly. But I started, you know, I weighed about 185, 190, and I decided I'm going to go on this, like, journey to see how much I could, you know, bench and grow in everything I was doing. I was lifting crazy heavy weights, 140-pound dumbbells for shoulders and stuff, and I remember, like, just growing because I was mashing out on everything, and I was getting bigger, got up to 210, but at that point I was only at, like, 365 bench, right? I... But to get the next level, I plateaued out, and to get the next level, I had to keep eating and keep just growing in that way, looking like shit. You know, I mean, never looked great, but got strong. All right. Well, I mean, that's you know, are you you know, are you training? Are you training for power and strength, or are you training in um, hypertrophy? Is that the term? Right. So it's are you are you right? looking are you looking to do muscle development? 
in an aesthetic type of training or you building strength. I like how that guy's approach is you basically follow the plates. You know what I mean? You're not going to get any stronger if you're not putting more plates on the barbell. But again, a lot of people with a lot of when you talk to people like what is their number one goal? They want to get bigger muscles, right? And get leaner looking. Right. And ripped. That's, you, you already you already crossed two yeah. streams, right? It's I mean like, it's like you gotta pick one. Exactly. I mean, it's like people that you know like to do a lot of cardio and then lift. You know, that's the holy grail. You know, you're trying to trying to do two things at once. You know, if you're trying to if, You, you got to pick one. Well, bodybuilders are definitely not as strong at showtime as they are oh, when they're right. bulk I mean, season they're, getting big. Right. Right. But it's like, what, getting, you, what, you, they what are you trying out. to do? But like one leads to the, you can do them, <clears throat> just not at the same time effectively. I mean, you're, you're, you're going to burn out faster than you getting to where you want to go. I'll tell you that the most depressed I've ever been is when you're, when you're growing like that and you get to a point where you've plateaued, you're not getting stronger, right? Like it, it, for me, it like happens quick. Like I'll start, the more weight I put on, the more I start pushing around. You get to a point where you plateau there, you look like shit, you're bigger, and then you plateau. And it's like, now where do I go from this? It's like- That's when you start cutting. No, it, in my head, because I'm not to the strength goal yet, it's how do I add more pounds? Like how do I gain more weight? Well, that's eating more calories and- you know what I mean? Like not like doing any cardio and trying to just get heavier. The heavier you are, the more massive you are, the more you can push around. But again, doing sets of five, tearing the shit out of the muscles. You know what I mean? Like that's what you want to do. Lifting heavy. And then obviously you get to a point where you're happy and you're like, all right, cool. Now let's go like on a little cut mode. As soon as you lose 10, 15 pounds or whatever, and you watch as you lost 25 to 30 on your bench press, you're like back to depressed as hell. It's like, why am I so weak? Right? And you still don't look good. Well, that's so because you're chasing the dragon. I, I mean, know. you got to stay locked in on what you want on one or the other. Okay, and are we going to get shredded or are we going to be, you know, are we going to squat 650 this summer? Well, one is, um, you know, one's going to get a lot of affirmation from outside. The other one's going to get a lot of affirmation from a small circle on the inside. Like, man, this guy can move every 45 in this place. Okay, well, if that's what you're going for, I mean, if you're trying to be, you know, the biggest gorilla in the gym, then that, that's your goal. And it doesn't matter if you've got, you know, a double chin or if you have to wear, you know, 4XL t-shirts. That's just the price you're going to pay. But anybody who's got any kind of respect for strength or can understand what you're trying to do, they're going to be okay, this guy's accomplishing this goal. His goal isn't to be 2% body fat. That's not that's not what mode he's in. If he is in that mode, then you know you're lifting mm-hmm. lighter weights. You're going crazy trying to balance macros and water intake, and you're you're getting ready for summer. You know, like you're man, that got a, a thin layer of um, plastic wrap around a bunch of muscles that's just tan colored. You know, yeah, you look you look great, but you also don't have delts the size of a beach ball. For next time, I have to find this picture. That's freaking hilarious angie and i had probably been together for like two years maybe at this point maybe a year and a half i don't know but she was looking smoking hot skinny (laughs) i think she was probably wearing heels but there's a picture me and her getting ready to go out to this like one of the bars was having a christmas party that we got invited to because my brother or my my brother my cousins were um like door guys 
at that bar. Sure. So we got invited and we were going. I remember like taking this picture. I never wear dress shirts hardly at all. And I got this dress shirt on, standing next to this skinny chick, and I got a necklace on, and it's like a choker. It's, it's like so suit. tight around. This necklace is so tight around my neck. Because I started wearing it. I wasn't yeah. that big and bulky or whatever. But then I just kept wearing the necklace and it got to the point where there was like a cross on it and the cross like would stand out straight because it couldn't hang down because it was so tight. <laughs> but I, I have a picture of it. I got to bring it. It's hilarious. I look like such a chubby, just dork. I mean, it, it's embarrassing. Yeah. But well, I was, but well, again, that's really what I'm... strong. No, well, to, um, yeah, but you I, were moving some weight. At but, the gym, right. right? Small circle. The guys I was working out with and lifting with, like they called me Thick Nick. I like that. You know, going to the gym and people yeah. like, hey, it's Thick Nick. Thick Nick's here. You know what I mean? And they, yeah. you know, when watch. You were, when you were lifting heavy, how much did you care about what you were eating or drinking? I smoked cigarettes at the time, so I really wasn't even like, I wasn't doing any cardio and I was drinking all the time. And so, yeah, I mean, but I also had a good regimen of like good food. You know what I mean? Sure. I was eating, you know, well, I shouldn't say good. I think I probably was eating a lot sure. of like Wendy's and stuff too. But would you right. think twice yeah. about going and just, you know, you're not going to cap how many beers you're going to drink or because no because i mean ultimately you can always justify it with any of the calories anyway i'm gonna yeah. go burn these off tomorrow you know lifting way more than well, everyone else that's the thing that, like you said when you're lifting for like power and things like that like nothing in consumption mattered to me sure. anything was good because yeah. i knew that me gaining a pound or two was gonna make me stronger it's like the flux capacitor it's weird sure. the future man you can feed that thing garbage so what so energy. what's the right answer here what's the that's, like if we're that's like for you to decide I, I, no, I get that. So if you want to be, you know, the world's strongest man and carry big old stones, you better be, you got to be, you're going to have to be big, right? They definitely don't care about what people think about how they look. Right. For maybe sure. They, maybe they do. Maybe they have For, for sure. They're the size of this up, table. But. I mean, they're, they're huge. And then there's the guys who are lean, runner types, you, long distance endurance know? types. And then there's the guys that are in between that are, you know, they're strong, but they're not, they're not gorilla strong. But they also, you know, have a little endurance. Where's the healthy medium for what I think you're after now, Nick, is longevity? Because I don't think I don't think being the world's strongest man is good for longevity. Definitely not. But I also don't think being David Goggins is good for longevity either. And yeah. running that much. No, I don't. And going that I don't, hard. I don't think that like. When you're gonna and those out. are the two opposite ends of the spectrum of when we're talking about in you know lift light endurance versus power i don't think they're opposite ends of the spectrum i think they're just two goals that fork off on one end of the spectrum because the other end of the spectrum is being a just a huge slob who's sure sure yeah okay they're 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 opposite they're different ends of this of going the same direction they're, they're, of yeah they're just different branches of one right but yeah. they're definitely pointed in two different directions yeah. I would say, look, before Nick gets into the super technical part, what I would say is the correct answer. Let me see what the wrong answer is. The wrong answer is to be going down one path and not doing the work that's required to go down that path, right? If you're eating a ton of calories and you're lifting heavy and you're just bulking and getting monstrously strong, everything's working out because you're not that's in that the path much. You're, on. you're not in that much of a surplus, and your body's you know, durable enough to burn through that stuff. And, you know, you're not going to take a 15,000 calorie hit on a weekend and all stored as fat. Like you've got, you've got the engine that wants to burn some of that. Or the other way, if you're, you know, real strict on diet and trying to get just cut 
and just, you know, as lean as you can. I mean, you have to back it up with the effort of what you're going to do. Because if you do one or if you do either of those ones and don't find yourself, you know, exerting stress on your muscles, whether it be, you know, a high rep, low weight or, you know, high weight, mm-hmm. low rep. If you don't put those two together, then your your body's like, okay, well, then we're just, you're doing half of it. Right. The real okay. simple answer, though, is we could go back to the Earl Nightingale, right? If you've defined, like, a worthwhile, worthy goal and you're striving to achieve it, sure, right, you're going exactly where you need to go. That's the sure. right answer, right? Yeah. Like you are a success in your fitness journey if you are striving towards exactly. If your goal was to get stronger, you're obviously going to have sure. to sacrifice the looks in some ways, right? Like I said, it's very rare for people without some sort of like performance enhancing drugs to be able to continually gain mass and grow muscle and stay super lean. Right. Like sure. you have to have like some testosterone boosters and some HGH and other things like that. They're going to keep you doing that. And then some other like fat burners and other stuff. It's possible, but right. it's way more detrimental. But if that's your goal, right. And yeah. you're successful if you just achieve and that's the path you took. But sure. like for the longevity thing, I'm definitely like, I'm thinking like, Goggins is an extreme. Like, that's a silly thing to even consider. Like, the right. damage he's done to his body and legs and stuff from driving that hard is dumb. The normal human being should not sure. press to the point where you're breaking bones or doing stuff like that. But one thing that I think is interesting about him is that his body and muscle and the way he is, like, he's not somebody who is, like, probably, like, I don't think he's, the way he looks, being, like, ripped and whatever else it's pretty much a reflection of all the crazy stuff that he does right mm-hmm. like going out and running non-stop and doing all that stuff push-ups sit-ups you know pull-ups sure like if you're gonna do the way he does your body has no choice but to probably look like that you sure. know what i mean like absolutely. It's, absolutely so it's like i would say that like the the deal he made <clears throat> is he he needs he needs a healthy mind and his healthy mind is geared like he is. And the yeah. byproduct is he's got to forego his body. Yeah. Right. To, to have that mindset of like, this is, I'm tired of being the way I am to do a 180 on your lifestyle and go that other way. Like I would imagine you know, his, his, his mind, like some of the demons that he's trying to put in cages, like that's, that's what he's <clears> got to do to do it. That, yeah. The yeah. never finished book, yeah. like blew my mind. Like I said, I didn't know a lot of the stuff. Like when we were talking initially about him and stuff, cause I had just started it. Right. And I didn't read the first one. I just I knew everything I knew about the first one from him keynoting a, a conference I was at and then also hearing him on Rogan a couple of times and then some other things. But in that book, like I think his success after that first one. Right. He. Fell off, you know, what I mean, in terms of like, you know, on the gravy train, you know, what I mean, life was good, had some money, had some success like he I think had taken some time off, had some injuries and stuff, and then he blasted back into it farther than ever. I mean, like then he, he's in this book, he's talking about how like the ultra scene people running hundred mile races and stuff like that was like 40 to 60 guys, you know, yeah. when he was first doing them. Now he said they're up to two, 300, you know, guys entering these things. Now they have a race over in Moab. That's the like some Moab 240. You get 110 hours to go and do it. Dude, like, got ended up in the hospital or whatever, like, with about 20 miles to go, ends up, like, getting checked out of the hospital, and is like, how much time do we have left? And he leaves, like, like, and goes Try, back out there and tries to finish. to finish. I mean, they wouldn't let him. I mean, he did it. Jeez. He finished it on his own or whatever with his crew, but, like, that was the level I didn't realize. Like, these events and things that he was, was doing required 
like a crew. Like sure. he had to have like people there. I didn't realize he had like thyroid issues or whatever. He's like medication for this, medication for that. He's got whatever sickle cell. <laughs> like yeah. I didn't realize how bad some of this stuff was, but I also didn't know that he fell off. I thought he's just been doing this stuff for all sure. Long. I didn't know yeah, that like, he just he, went behind the curtain, but he was still. Yeah, I mean, he was doing speaking engagements, and I think he was just you know living that life or whatever. And then he realized like at that point, like I think he needed to to get back in it. That last surgery and stuff that he had too, or whatever. <laughs> just, you know like, what I need a crew for. Is when I seen Country Roads, man. I was going hard in the paint on Monday. <laughs> I don't know if you saw me in the back of Presidential, but was I there? I was toots to. I wish you guys would have reminded was, me of that. I would have gone. Was, was that? Man. Was I there? Why did we not remind you? I have no idea. I was. Like, I don't either. I meant to go, and you, you know, Lisa mentioned it, and I was like, "Damn, yeah. that sucks." It was on President's Day, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the, that's their thing every year. The it next, was packed out the there too. Day, they, they they rocked. It was awesome. The I, next day, I saw Aaron Green post something or whatever. I'm like, oh my goodness, I missed it. Like, I took all the money, all the all the foldable money I had out of my my Ridge wallet and just threw it in the guitar case. <laughs> I walked <laughs> up and like fanned it out and dropped it, and I'm like, oh. here you go. Here's something for you guys, man. I tell you what, I I was upset with their merch selection though. They didn't have any cool hats there. No? No. Well, I'd tell you to get, give Jake a hard time. I would. I'd be like, man, you guys should be selling this like gangbusters. I was going to wear the, he's a, he's awesome. this one tonight that I had. The owners of from, the presidential uh, are so cool. Latitude 42. Um, I got this baller hat. Sick. Yeah, um, they might want to upgrade their merch, but those I two, would. Jake and his wife, Kaylee, get they're freaking awesome. Get that POS going right when you walk in the door. Right? They were giving a speech in the back late night. Oh, really? After that, like to their staff and stuff, and I walked back there. <laughs> right I don't remember. The I don't even right. remember what, what what they were saying. They're like, "Todd, plug your ears." <laughs> yeah, they was probably like, "Look, all we have to do is book the Irishman every night we're open, and we're gonna make a <laughs> pile of money." I think they did pretty good. I had to check with our my waitress and I made sure I paid my bill before I left. In full disclosure, I never go there unless Chad, Sam. And Andrew are there. Well, in reality, it's not it's not close when you're home. That's a true. That's a it's a jaunt. A little when, bit. When so. I was a drinker, we used to frequent every brewery around town. Like Yeah. Oh I mean yeah, we we would probably at presidential a couple times a month, one well. Yeah. Like, I found that yeah, the one well's uh, got quite a G R branch of New Holland on a lunch journey this week. Yeah pretty pumped about that we've stopping. done all of the new well we i say we my old yeah, life previous life my previous yeah, well, i like our top guy chris he he's in with them he does yeah, yeah he's done a good job for them. i think the yeah. food at founders is pretty good too you ever been at the founders yeah. in gr yeah that, that spot's kind of sweet mm-hmm. you know i'd like to say i went there and it was bitterly cold so you know it was all closed off but that's one of the like the drive sucks but other, once you get up there it's like you like you just got off an airplane, like yeah. on an island somewhere else. But there's a ton of stuff to do. It's like yeah, it's like a big city. It's like Kalamazoo on crack. You know, like it's so much bigger. There's so much more stuff to do. You know, it's it's or it's the it's like Chicago, but not on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's Chicago. <laughs> what is crack. the population? <laughs> What's the population difference between Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo? It's got to be like five, six times. Yeah, I would imagine for downtown. Yeah, what I mean, is there's, Cal- there's what is Kalamazoo like eighty thousand. Kalamazoo Portage area, I thought, like, was pushing, like, 150. Well, that's another thing. Like, I don't think GR, well, not that I know of. Maybe it does. I don't think GR has um, 
a suburb. You know, so, like Kalamazoo has Portage. I've got Kalamazoo. They have a bunch, don't Kalamazoo they? Kalamazoo population. I don't know. I'm so, just not familiar with it. Kalamazoo population is 73,000. Portage is 50. So. Okay. You got 123 there. Right. But then, then you, you got to look up what's the biggest outlier, you know. Um, like what's the biggest so, cousin to so GR that's right Gr- there? Well, Grand Rapids population is a, is almost 200,000. So you're... You're twice as big as Kalamazoo Portage, and that doesn't even that doesn't even though count. Like I said, Byron Center and Rockford and all the ones. Warren, yeah, yeah. So those are all like the ones that Caledonia, yeah. Plus, I think the downtown, the metro area, is uh, where Kalamazoo (laughs) is like one strip, right? It's West Michigan. Yeah. Um, Yeah. GR has a bigger square, more square grid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get the south near the market, and and I think their university is a little bit more plugged into downtown. Than like what Western is to Kalamazoo for sure. You know what for I mean? Sure. Just way yeah, there's a campus there, and there's and then the, well, Kendall College is downtown too, yeah. which is an artsy school. So you know, which is pretty cool. There's some amazing people. That if go you there. could, if you could push some of the, um, the business sector west down, um, forty three you know, towards 131, I think you'd close that loop with Western. But then again, you've got, like, CalSec. I mean, you have a mint farm that's standing in the way of bridging that gap. Yeah, you know, not, I mean, farm. kind of, but, I mean, Western's right there. And I think you got too much residential in there, you know what I mean? Like, you'd yeah. have to start buying up some of these houses, some of the student housing. Yeah. You know, that pepper, that, that whole area, like, because it yeah. feels like there's there's the Western, there's Western bubble and all their stuff. And then you know and you then downtown. You, yeah, you got to go. Separate. You got to go five minutes, and then you're downtown. But it's if you separate. Yeah, start to mesh those a little. But bit. But the thing is, is Western's got all those plans that they're doing that we talked about at breakfast the other day. Yeah, and that's and that isn't that's not going to bridge that gap. That's going to that's going to continue to build the gonna, silo. Well, yeah, you're you've got either you can go downtown at Western, you can go downtown to Kalamazoo. So, the, but the two spurs that come into downtown though, Stadium Drive and West Main, they're not they're not closely hitched to each other either. I mean, they come in at wide angles. Right. Yeah. It's not like you can walk, not no. unless you're downtown. You can't walk from stadium well, to But downtown stadium. is building, aren't they building, is it a Hard Rock Hotel or something that's going in? Or They've something? always been pushing for that event center. Yeah. And then and then they're talking about an arena. Riyashi would be a great one to talk about that. I'm sure he's got some insight. Oh, to, I'm sure he You does. know, that development down there. Yeah. But, so who knows? With the country club being revamped. Bro. I mean, I saw some renderings of that. That place looks amazing. Dude, I, I looked at the electrical count, and it was something like 63 52-inch TVs, like on the buyout. <laughs> the way 52s? It's, what are they doing? Well, those are like in the private hitting bays that are in the basement. There's like six or seven private hitting stations downstairs. I mean, it's wild. They're going to have like a movie theater, bowling yeah, alley or oh, something? Oh, yeah. So I've heard. I haven't seen the plans, but... So where, you know... KCC now is, I mean, that was developed in the 80s, 70s, 80s. I mean, um, you, you go into their locker room and it's like. Well, I don't know how old the building is. You go back into, into a time portal. It was just, I mean, when it came to its real affluence, let's say, like it was then. Like even when you look at the um, the residential that kind of surrounds it, you know, you have houses in there that are like three, $400,000 houses. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't built as a country club would be built today. But that's what they're going to, you know, that's what they're morphing into now with the new clubhouse, 
that yeah, sort that, of thing. Yeah, the old school like Bronson Boulevard, all that stuff right there. Those are that's a that's an amazing. I, I love driving through those old neighborhoods. There's yeah. some beautiful windchill. Yeah, just uh, cool homes. Dude, there's some great are, ranch houses in there. Yeah, you know, they're just real like well built. You know, have the correct oh, kind yeah. of. They, I mean, they stood the test of time for well, fifty years, and they're all different. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, they weren't track Real built. Yeah. There wasn't one builder that came in yeah. and built sixty houses in the summer. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be crazy to see some like retro like builder come back out and like build houses that didn't look like everything else. You I know don't what mean, well, like go back. Well, for, Kevin Kevin Hooksman Builders is doing that, but those are those aren't retro, but they're they're different. Yeah. You see one of his homes, you know it's one of his. Mm-hmm. It's like all those KLH houses. I mean, they stand. That's out. what I just said. There. Oh, oh, that is. There. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, his name's Kevin Hooksima. Sorry, Kevin. My bad. Um, you know they they always. Well, let me back up. What would be the predominant uh, building style for this area? I mean, your typical ranch style here. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would say... Like when you take out the pockets of suburbs that have, you know, like a colonial or a, you know, a modern type of build to them. Yeah, I you don't know. know. When you when you get just outside of any of the... I mean, Madawan's kind of a tough one to gauge because there's a lot of... There's not the old, at, old school every homes. Every five years, there's another, um, you know, uh, build out. You know, well, the era, houses. yeah, the era that was that built out here originally was like the '80s. So it was, you were, you know, the split levels and stuff like that were super popular, right? Um, you know, and those are not so much popular anymore. Sure. But they're that's what that 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 style of home was super popular then, right? And I don't know, it's I think it's a walkout, you know. A lot of there was a lot of walkouts then. I think that's when that became, yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm getting down to my last crunch time. My last thirteen minutes here. Yeah. Sounds like it's still gonna be on. Angie called and said that celebration was still open. Our power's out at home, so oh, we're probably boy. taking the kids uh, with us. We didn't get them tickets, but we looked. It wasn't full Sneak either. Them in. So yeah. Yeah, just whatever. But just walk in like you own the place. It's the it's that Jesus revolution, whatever, with Kelsey Grammer. Like, oh, really? He's like the pastor of a church, and then like he... I don't, I don't even think I've seen a preview. Well, it's you, do you watch The Chosen? Uh, I, I do not. I know what it okay. is. Well, the it, Jesus character in The Chosen, I think, is the character, and this is kind of like a hippie or whatever. Okay. They, they come along, and they go to this church, and like, I think initially the way it plays out is that like the pastor of the church like thinks all these hippies are crazy, and they like... But then I think he starts warming up to him, maybe, and sure. then but the rest of the congregation or whatever is like, no, we're not like letting all these people in here. And then it goes about everybody should be welcome type right. of thing. I'm guessing that's what it's. Oh, that's cool. But Love the, it. the previews look good. But. Love it. Love it. I was thinking about something today. I was listening to uh, that Lou Gavir or whatever. He's been on Rogan. Um, he's got his own. It's no video or whatever. But he's got a podcaster and the guy he was talking. They were talking about the food industry and. Oh. Like, like just the nastiness and stuff. And oh, I was that's like, a rabbit hole. Oh man, big time! Yeah. Like it was like it talks about like it's usually these people who've worked for like Coca Cola who now are like speaking out about all the money they paid people off and for stuff, sure. and they're just like, 
I don't know how they have the right to do that. Like there wasn't any sort of non-disclosure, but like, they're just like, no, like we actually like paid people to say certain things to make sure that, you know what I mean? Like we could sell our stuff and claim different things and tell people that a diet Coke or a Coke was great for her kids. It wouldn't hurt. My, my aunt was in the, uh, was in the army. So everyone on my mom's side, um, of the family went into the service with the exception of my mom, my uncle and my aunt, one of my aunts went into the coast guard. My other aunt went into the army. When she got out, she became a food inspector for the FDA. And she has some wild stories. Oh, I can imagine. Was she going into like Tyson chicken factories and stuff like that? Like I've the worked big in those time? things. I mean, I've worked in the one, in, you know, just North of us. I'm just to not get us pinched by some <laughs> large corporation, but I've done work there and I've, you know, I'll be looking at a job, and next thing you know, you see a skid steer coming down a road, and it has just a bucket full of skulls. And see, like, that stuff might be and gruesome and gross, but... And you, you go into the production facility in the bathrooms for all the people that work there, you feel like you're in an elementary school because they hired nothing but Guatemalans. Mm-hmm. And people from Guatemala are just shorter than us. They're like five foot hey, tall. Hey, listen, guys. my buddy from, from, from uh, California is Guatemalan. He's, he's like your size. Is he? Well, then he's an anomaly. He so doesn't, so he doesn't work brother. in meat rare, processing rare plant. <laughs> Good for him. Guess what? The tall Guatemalans aren't working in meat processing plant. <laughs> he's a firefighter. Good. But it's crazy. I mean, then there's a guy in that place. So the way that they, you know, they, they take, they process the animals. The animals come in. There's a guy. Have you ever seen, have you guys ever watched professional bull riding? So, yeah. And you yeah. see some of those rodeo clowns that have well, we, like a flat we, jacket on. And like like oh, a, yeah. like a hockey helmet on. There's a guy in there, right? And he takes this uh, pneumatic gun that has a bolt in it, and the bolt burp, burp, puts them out, right? Well, sometimes they don't. Sometimes, I mean, you may not hit the right part of the skull of the the steer, and it just like goes haywire, and then they start going crazy, and they start thrashing around. Now you've got a sixteen hundred pound animal, and you're like <laughs> in close proximity to him. You know, and you gotta figure out quickly, like how you gotta reload, it. right? <laughs> so this whole this whole building is filled with nothing but chaos from start to finish. Like that's how they come in, and then starts the process of like dissecting these animals, and it's nothing but people with sharp knives the entire way through. I mean, you'll be walking through part of this facility, and there'll be like a trough that has like a treatment in it where the hides are coming through and then these hides are coming up and these hides are like as big as like your comforter on your back. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're just when you get like duck and look out, you know, and it's all these things boil down to production facilities. I yeah. Mean, how much are they? How many, how, how many steers are running through that facility a day? You would be astounded. If you looked at the metrics at what some of these companies push through yearly and then break it down to daily, you're talking a hundred thousand chickens get processed a day. Think about it, Buffalo Jeez. Wild Wings. Like, how do I order twenty wings, and that's it's, just me? It's yeah. nothing yeah. but when yeah. you go to these places and you check in, it's it is nothing but livestock semi after livestock think, semi just in in in. You out, think out, the out, chicken wings used to be the size of an M forty three beer back in the day? No, no, no. I'm surprised they haven't made no. them that way now. But I just now put it together that when I eat twenty wings, it's ten chickens I ate. Yeah, I didn't ever do the be. math before. Could be. Well, it has to be. I mean, unless they discarded one because it was bad. Or maybe it had one wing and they're like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll process this one thing. better than zero. So there's obviously that with food. But, like, this guy was going to say, like, like there's... The additives and all well, that stuff. There's Well, not additives. He was just saying, like, the 
there's all of that. We know all of that stuff goes mm-hmm. on, you know, the GMO and all those injections, hormones, all this stuff. But what he was saying was like, even just blatant, like they would compare like, so like they say sugary cereal bad, but like instead of having the sugary cereal, like Cheerios good. And like Cheerios still has a bunch of issues because of the GMO and all the other stuff. Right. And not probably good, you know, good form of, you know, carbs or whatever either because sure. it's super processed. Sure. But it's like on the same playing field, equal health value in terms of like what like these industry professionals would say as to an egg, like an organic egg, right? Like they've demonized an egg, eat Cheerios for so, breakfast. So people, yeah, so people can eat and, cereal. And they're just like, whoa, like that's crazy because there's like very little wrong with an egg. I always think of how yeah. much flavor we've foregone. You know what I mean? I mean, when you eat wild game, you know, there's all kind of, like the the flavors are they're yeah. very rich and they're very different, but when you get into you know animals that are farmed nothing f- but for meat, I mean you're starting to tame down. I mean you're nerfing all the edges and you you've lost that just that wild flavor of yeah. If you caught one, you know you got a chicken or you, you knew somebody raising chickens five hundred years ago, it might taste vastly different, and yeah they probably were small. They, they weren't as big. Sure. Or, you know. Um, but now we're just so... Because, look, everyone wants consistency. Like, if you bought... Let's say you bought a, you know, a six-pack of Coke. That thing's going to taste the same every time. Better. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yeah. that's, that's... I mean, that's what the whole brand is built off of, is this consistent flavor. Correct? Beer. Like, if you... <laughs> I can tell that's you, good. yeah, I grab one of yeah. these and it doesn't taste the same. I'm like, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so you might have these anomalies of, oh, this is a this is a chicken from, you know, the northeast, or this is a chicken from, you know, the southeast. They just have different feeds that they're eating, different bugs that they eat, you know, just roaming around. Well, now that that doesn't no, because if you had if you had some chicken breast, you're like, man, this tastes gamey, or this tastes different. This doesn't taste like the universal meat flavor that is chicken. Right. Now, now we got to like find all these seasonings to season the crap out of it and then hope you don't overcook it. Right. And it's like dry and sucks too. But sure. Like these guys, like on that podcast, they get into like, he's just, they even talk about them like the medical industry a little bit. And I'm only like maybe like 30 minutes into this thing, but like, he's just saying, it's like, it was hilarious. I actually laughed. He's like, most people die around the age of 25. And I was like, what's he talking about? Or he yeah. goes, you just don't get buried until you're 70. Says we've done so much damage or whatever in sure. terms of like what we've consumed and eaten or whatever that yeah, like you know gotcha. he's like he's like at twenty five you start getting all the problems you know what yeah. I mean you, you get the joint blood. pain you get the yeah. you know and I was just like that was pretty funny when he said it like it's that. interesting yeah but this this other guy like on Impact Theory today when I was on the treadmill he also got into the same thing and I'm yes, like sir he was talking about how <laughs> you can compare ourselves and our our environment is what he was saying is like. We all have this macro environment. Earth is where we are, and that's where we'll be, right? So we can't avoid that. But there's micro environments, right? So like where you work, you know, yeah. where you breathe the air and all that stuff. So like if the cleaners are cleaning at your place of work, like or you're touching the chemical, like there's all sorts of environmental factors. And then he goes on to say, he's like, just think about it this way. Like think about a fish bowl, and he's like, you get this fish brand new, but the water in it's toxic. He's like, our system in America now, like. A logical person would say, let's remove the fish from this environment and move it to a clean one. And he goes, our system is set up to leave the fish there and treat it. Right. So, like, 
we yeah. all we all would keep going to the same jobs and like yeah, not like, put our finger on why we're, we're having this eczema and all these issues or things that we're having. Sure. Right? He goes on to say that like they found out through some clinic or whatever that like a guy was having crazy problems. I forget what he said the issues were that the guy was having. And what they found out was that he was golfing too much. And that was what was causing all his problems. And the the guy, the host order was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean he was golfing too much? He's like, his body doesn't build this certain like detoxifying agent or whatever. It's not like in his DNA code to process this type of thing. The chemicals that are used at the golf course in the grass for fertilizer were affecting him. If he would golf once a week, but he was golfing four times a week, his exposure to those oh chemicals was jacking him up. And you think like, isn't that wild? I'm retired. I'm a healthy guy. Like I eat all the right That's, things. And, and I, yet, this is what I retired for. Exactly. So I can golf four and, times a week. I'm sorry, it, you got to go. But that's it. No, I, no, not that. But I'm talking about people who have problems with golf courses. Get them out of here. <laughs> no, their time has come. I'm like, I know I got to go. Like in a second, though. I was like, but he also then said, though, here's the issue. It wasn't even just about the golf. It was that he was golfing in Canada because Canada, selection. but Canada's season. Right, and what they have to do for their golf courses to keep them looking good because they don't have as long of a time for them to get good. Right. If they were using something that was bothersome, yeah, if he sure. if he moved to Florida, it would they don't use the same stuff. But that's interesting. Jeez. He just needed to move to Florida and get out of Canada to golf, and it would have been fine. Yeah, because they don't use the same. They don't use that thing that's that he was having a problem with in Florida. They were Arizona. They don't need it. Different type of grass. Wow. Yeah. Somebody like if I retire and. My doctor's like, man, you know, your health would be so much better if you stopped golfing so much. I'd slap him across the face and be like, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. No. your life would be better if you stopped telling me yeah, that. Yeah, your life is going to be exponentially <laughs> longer if you stop talking right now. Because otherwise, that's I'm about right. to end well, it. Hey, got to dip. All right. Hey. Movie time. Let's do it again yeah, in about on. three days. Yeah, I think we should. I'm in for that. Okay. I would, I'll if I hope that works out. Yeah, I'm. I think it'd be fun to. I'm down. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. Con- I'm. I'll convince. Um, the wife, and we'll we'll make it happen. Cause yeah, the only the only real thing is is Maddie missing out on Ant Man. Well, we can take her to it Sunday. You know what I mean? So. Well, don't go ripping off like five hours. Or Hi, brother. Love you. Yeah, don't. You're not driving to Iowa tonight, so that's no, good. Yeah, Call us crazy. when you get done with the movie. We might still be here. <laughs> no, no. Is, is, <laughs> is, is, is Brady out there? Yeah, he's eating pizza. Okay. All right, should we take a second? Should we hit pause? Take a second? I wouldn't mind, you know, giving, giving, giving yeah. Mr. Uh, Pass's driving test a little, Absolutely. A little love, Absolutely. if that's all right. I'm almost thinking we should bring him in here. Okay. I'll see if 